Welcome to this week's lesson. Thank you for joining us once again. We continue to explore the Word of God in relation to the challenges and crucibles we face in life. Today we want to look at a rather different source of crucible. You know, uh, I would title this lesson, When God Leads You to Bitter Waters. You know, when, when God leads us to, to a crucible. You know, it is highly unlikely sometimes for one to think it possible that God can actually lead someone to a trying time, you know. Uh, but we want to take a few lessons from the children of Israel. So when the children of Israel, when they left uh, Egypt, they were following the cloud. As they followed the cloud, you know, the cloud led them to three specific destinations we want to look at today. The Red Sea, Bauki waters, Tamara, bitter waters, and to Rephidim, no waters at all. Now, in all these situations, God was directing them. And he wasn't directing them to things that uh, were luxuries. He was directing them to places where they would be deprived of a necessity of water. You know, um, what I get from here is that, you know, sometimes uh, when I pray for something and God answers it, and it's sure, and I'm sure that God is the one who answered this prayer, you know, sometimes, you know, that, that answered prayer might lead me to bitter waters. Sometimes when I follow God's teachings, when I follow God's counsel, when I follow his ways, his advice, what his word says, and I find myself, you know, at Rephidim where there is no water at all, you know, it, it gives me the assurance that it is true that sometimes God is still with me. I'm not alone. You know, sometimes we think that God has deserted us, has left us to walk by ourselves. But in, in today's lesson, we want to have the assurance that God is still with us. He's still leading us. You know, when the Israelites uh, got to those three destinations, you know, uh, they, they, they complained, they murmured, you know, they actually questioned the presence of God. They said, is the Lord among us or not? You know, and this is a question that many people ask themselves when they go through trying times. Is the Lord amongst us or not? You know, and you know, when they got to Rephidim, they actually wanted to stone Moses. They wanted to kill him because they believed that he was the source of their problems. Now, let us, let, let, let us not be like uh, the children of Israel. Let us not be like children of Israel who complained, who murmured, you know, and who, who, who succumbed or who were succumbing to temptation. You realize that when crucibles are near, uh, temptation is even nearer. You know, when you're going through difficult times, the temptation to compromise, the temptation to take the quicker, easier route or easier solution is very high. You know, so when we follow the shepherd into the valley of the shadow of death, let us trust him. Let us not complain. Let us not murmur or even doubt his very presence. Now, today I actually want to talk about Moses. It is Moses who, who shocked me in this whole study. The thing is... Uh, Moses, unlike the Israelites, knew beforehand where the cloud was going. You know, what am I saying? I'm saying when they left Israel and the, uh, Egypt and the cloud took a certain direction, Moses would knew that in this direction we're going, after so many kilometers, there is no going anywhere. It's a dead end. I'll give you my reasons. When they went to, to Mara. Moses knew that this direction that we have taken, after so many kilometers, there is no water. So Moses knew. Why am I saying that? Well, first of all, 
uh, I would lean towards is, is, is education in Egypt. Uh, Moses was was to be the next pharaoh. We call him the prince of Egypt. So he he learned about these things. He learned about geography, astronomy, music, art, uh, engineering. You know all these other things that uh, a military leader is supposed to know. So Moses knew that just by from you looking at history. But if you read the Bible, it tells you that when Moses had the burning bush experience, it was on Mount Horeb. And Mount Horeb is the very mountain that Moses received the Ten Commandments. Which means when Moses had the burning bush experience, he was a shepherd leading sheep in that area. So for a shepherd, they're the people who know where to find water for their flock. They know where bitter water is for their flock. So my argument is Moses knew this area and he, he, he followed, he was a bit different from the Israelites. Now, what does it mean? What does it mean? It means that Moses, Moses obeyed God even if he knew that where he was going was a dead end. He followed the cloud nonetheless. Just like Abraham, he went to the mountain even if he knew that the where he was going, he was going to sacrifice his son. You know, I, I wonder what the children of Israel would have done did they have the knowledge that Moses had. I can assure you, if they had the Moses, the knowledge that Moses had, the moment they saw the direction that the, the cloud had taken and they knew that we're going to the Red Sea to a dead end, I can bet my money on it, they would have dumped the cloud. They would have left the cloud. They would have resorted to their education, their money, their wisdom, their talents, their skill to map a totally different direction which will give them an exit. Same thing with Mara, same thing with Rephidim. They would have used their own skills to map the way forward. They would have left the cloud. Many people leave the cloud. Many people leave the leading of the cloud. Why? Because they know that the destination where it's going, it's bitter. It's bitter waters. Now, I would ask, where would you place your faith? At the level of the Israelites, who were surprised when they reached a trying destination and murmured, or at the level of Moses, who knew that following the cloud would lead to no water at all, and he still trusted in God and followed the cloud? Well, a random question came as I was studying. Now, does God still lead families into trying times, you know, into crucibles. Okay, he can lead me as an individual, but does he lead families? If I go on further, does he lead a people? Does he lead a nation? Does he lead a community? Does he lead a country? Does God lead groups of people into a trying times? In conclusion, you know, why are we being directed towards crucibles? Why does God direct people towards crucibles? A story is told, you know, about how you can teach a bird, you know, how to sing a song. You know, parrots are taught how to sing a song. They say that you take the parrot, you take the bird into a dark room and you make sure that there are no distractions whatsoever and that the only song that the bird can hear is your song. You repeat that song until the bird sings along. After the bird learns how to sing that song, the bird can sing that song anyway, in daylight, where there is noise, where there is destruction. The bird can sing that song. So it is with us. God wants us to learn a certain song. He will place us in situations where the only voice we can hear is his. 
the only place we can the only person we can see so to speak is him and then you know he teaches us that song over and over again until we can learn how to sing that song what song is that that song is having faith in god that song is trusting in god may the lord add a blessing to the reading of his word